You are listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and how to be a better dater. I'm Jessica. I'm Jennifer. And we're the matchmakers. So today we are going to be talking about attachment styles. Um, Jennifer, do you know anything about attachment styles? I've just started listening to podcasts. I haven't read the book um, called Attached, but I recommend it to everybody. And, you know, I definitely know when people have the anxious attachment styles, but I don't know about all of them. Yeah, so the four attachment styles are secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. And today we're really going to focus on anxious because we see that a lot. You a know. lot. Yeah. And um, if you don't know your attachment style, you should definitely take the quiz. Um, you can go to attachmentproject.com. I took it. Jennifer took it. Yeah. We both have anxious attachment styles. So, so we really <laughs> understand what our clients are going through. Yeah. We like see ourselves in you. Yeah. So we, we definitely know what's going on. So the best way to like handle your attachment style is just acknowledging it and knowing what, what mm-hmm. you do so that you can maybe not do those things in the future and make your dating life a lot better. Yeah. Okay. So... A little like backstory about anxious attachment style so the way that you develop your attachment style kind of starts like back when you're like a baby like an infant so you develop it based on your caregiver so if you have an anxious attachment style you may have had you know you may have been separated from your parents or caregiver um, you may have had some trauma or neglect or maybe just mainly your parents didn't get your emotional needs that you needed not that they were ba- bad parents or anything they just Mm-hmm. didn't meet your needs so um a few signs of if you have anxious attachment if you just want to kind of like self-diagnose yourself is you know you are afraid of emotions and intimacy you you know want to pull away when a person gets needy but also you might be the needy one too so mm-hmm. you can do either way um you might not have boundaries you might be really bad about setting boundaries i definitely am mm-hmm. um you need constant reassurance you have this frequent need to please and you know, you can sometimes get a little jealous just because you're anxious and not obviously secure mm-hmm. in your relationship. Yeah. Um, and then again, you like become obsessed or overly fixated on someone, which I think that point is something that we definitely see oh, with a lot yeah, of our totally. clients. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. like, do you like know anyone like off the top of your head that you, I mean, I can think of like <laughs> seven clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, when we've done these podcasts before, I've, we've had clients listen to them and be like, Oh, I know you were talking about me. Well, the reason we're talking about doing a podcast is because there's 10 of you, not one. Right. So, you know, if you feel like we're talking about you, we're, we're talking about a lot of people. That's the reason we're doing it. And, and we're not pointing the finger and saying, hey, you're, what a loser you are. I mean, I, we just shared the word anxious attachment. And so I, I have some of the same feelings. Um, and I, I think I notice it when... You know, coming here is a big deal for a lot of people. It's kind of like jumping off a high dive. They're, right. they're doing something they're nervous about doing it because they don't know how it's going to go. You know, like moving to a new city or changing jobs or something like that. And you don't have a crystal ball. And they can get sort of overly fixated on this one person. And it's, it's a problem for me because, first of all, you're overly fixated on some person that you really like. Right. And... All I know is that girl would consider dating you. I mean, she might be perfect for you, but you might not be perfect for her. So it, it's it's kind of a red flag for me, and I worry how the date's going to go because you've already decided this is your dream girl, and 
she doesn't remember your first name right now, just <laughs> that she's going to go out with you. I, I think that's where I see it. Don't yeah. you see that too when you're yeah. talking to them and scheduling dates and they're like, oh, we have this in common. I'm sure right. love this about me. And Right. They read the bios and they see one thing they have in common and assume that's their soulmate, like immediately, before even right. meeting them sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's, that's a pretty big sign. Yeah. And definitely we have like some, some clients that, you know, after the first date, they call us and they tell us how amazing the person yeah. was and they there tell was us definitely chemistry right and then i gotta say lately it's been more with with the men and then the women are like the guys are like there was definitely chemistry it was amazing and the guy and literally the girl won't call us back so you yeah know, obviously there wasn't definitely chemistry or she probably would have let us know that she liked you once we called her and emailed her right um so that yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, right, I, for sure. Yeah, and then like we have um, some. I, again, I see it more with guys. We have some guys that you know they go on two dates and they're like, "This is my person. I want to be exclusive. I want you guys yeah. to put me on hold." I'm like, I'm ready yeah. to to commit. And these women, they just started the service. They're like, yeah. "I want to date some people." You know? Yeah, yeah. We've done that. We've had it with um, a woman recently who's now in a relationship through us. She was awesome. But I think a lot of people that are genuinely like good people. They make decisions quickly. They're worried about the other person's feelings, and they are like all in after a second date or something. Yeah. And you know, it, it's it's kind of like interviewing for a job. You may have decided you wanted that job, but you don't know if you're the top candidate. Right. And um, and that's okay. You know, I feel like you just. I think for the first handful of dates, it needs to be exploring another person. And this is coming from somebody that used to force guys to decide after three dates if they want to be in a relationship. <laughs> now I see that I should have relaxed, you know? Because yeah. sometimes I was like forcing myself to be in a relationship with a guy and then being like, why am I with this loser that plays weird video games all day and like, well, you know, like, you know, what is that, Dungeons and Dragons shit? I don't know oh, did that. It's so weird. His friend smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> I mean, I probably should have given it a few more dates, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? How do you notice that? I mean, how were you? How are you anxious? Attached? I mean, I, I mean, I definitely like when I took the quiz. I was like, one hundred percent, this is me. Like, I am definitely someone that jumps right in in the beginning. Like, I don't think I'm quite as extreme. Like, I'm not trying to like go on a trip, but like, I moved in really fast with someone. You know, I, you know, I'm one of those people that like I don't think that I'm super needy, but I get really freaked out if someone is needy, and so like I like immediately kind of like recoil away. Yeah. But, and I definitely like have this like constant need for reassurance like I kind of need to know but now that like I know my style and I'm trying to like be aware of it I feel like when I start feeling that way and start feeling like anxious or anything like that I can kind of like check myself a little bit you know so I think that's like, like the goal like you want to know what your style is so that you can fix your weaknesses so our what is our ours is anxious attachment anxious preoccupied attachment so meaning when other people are needy with us we get freaked out yes oh and that's what's interesting is that we're needy oh yeah, yeah. we're needy but also get scared by needy people like we're, totally yeah. yeah it's like we're scared of our own kind yeah almost. like i'm like i'll come home whenever the hell i want to right but if my husband did that i'd be like are you out seeing strippers what's happening exactly immediately <laughs> yes it's like you yeah. don't answer my phone call are you with someone else and in love with them like that's my immediate wow response. i don't get that far but i, I do i do um, um, I'm getting better about it. <laughs> certainly, if uh, a girl is talking to him at a bar, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> yes. I need to let her know that that's my husband. Exactly, yes. Um, so, like, another kind of example, too, is, like, we have one client who 
when we would get his feedback, he would always be like head over heels in love with a girl, like one hundred percent, like all in, you know, all planning excited. Two dates out, right? Planning birthdays, planning trips, right? This is multiple clients, right? Right, it is, and it typically doesn't work. When, yeah. Like, because like usually the girls, even if they're super into like the the, the guys at the beginning, yeah. they get freaked out. Like they get like even if they're you know very securely attached or whatever their attachment style is, you get freaked out. Like if it's like that intense. They're coming right. at you. So I know some clients who have started looking into their own attachment style and they kind of realize this about themselves. And I've seen a difference like in their feedback. Like now it's instead of being like, oh, I'm in love with this girl. It's it was a great time. And I hope yes. to go again soon. So it's, you know, yes. realizing that you don't need to put all your eggs in one basket and you don't need to right. focus so much on that person. You got to focus on yourself, too, and just have fun. I mean, it's dating. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, I think part of the fun is and this is what I tell myself if I could go back dating is the beginning stage of dating. Yeah. Is exploring that other person. It starts to get less fun, actually, when you're committed and act like an old married couple. Like, what's the rush to get there? <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, you want to go on the fun dates and, like, yeah, explore make them, everything. Make them work. Yeah. You know? Um, and I also feel like for the men that do this, like, I feel like women, and this is the way I'd be because of what am I anxious, preoccupied. You yes. Know, it's like I noticed them being anxious, but I'm anxious too. If a guy locked me down for two dates, I would... I would think he didn't have any friends. Yep. And I would think there was something wrong with him that he was trying to, like, bait me so quickly. <laughs> right, like, right. I mean, it's almost like love you know, bombing like, or I'm whatever. I'm very aware of that I'm a cute girl, but I'm not, like, the cutest, coolest girl in the city. And, like, most girls think that way about themselves. They're confident, but, like, but yeah, they wonder, like, what is the angle with this dude trying to lock them down? Right. It immediately pulls out a red flag about the neediness. Yeah. They feel like it's, like, effeminate. It's not, like, a confident masculine energy. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. And, again, like, kind of, like, going off that, like, we have some clients that definitely need to have other hobbies besides dating. 100%. Like, they, they, and that, I mean, that's, like, another way, too, that you put pressure on the person you're dating. If they're the only person that you're, like, hanging out with and you don't have any friends and, yeah. you know, every time you have concert tickets or every time you want to go to, like, a fun a dinner. today said it was his birthday and, you know, like. Once a birthday date. Right. You know, like. A lot of clients do this, and look, I get it. You have fun stuff. You have good yeah. lives. You got great tickets, but you know we're not your complete entertainment center. Right. I mean, if you are only making time in your life for a significant other, that significant other is going to be bored and or and or suffocated by you, right? Because you don't have a life outside of them. And right. I got to tell you, most women I know, and we are seeing this more from men. They have awesome lives like yeah i'm i'm constantly planning trips with my friends and great dinners out and booking up my weekends I mean women are planners this yeah. is what we do so if we're single like we get a lot going on absolutely no, we're definitely not necessarily single saturday night on thursday we you know i got i got stuff to do right right like and it's it's it definitely is a red flag if, like, you have nothing else going on. And also, you're setting yourself up for disappointment, too. Like, if you don't have anyone else to hang out with or anything else to do. Why did you get tickets to something and not have a date? That, yeah, exactly. You know, what happened? <laughs> did you have a different date? And, and it didn't work out. back up. Like, what happened? Yes. Like, I, mean, I feel like that's kind of how I would feel. Someone's like, oh, I have tickets. I'm like, yeah, who true. was that other ticket for? Yeah, I know. Because we're crazy like that. We are. I, that's <laughs> our anxious <laughs> attachment coming out, yeah. though. It's like we're a little jealousy in there. That's what that yeah. is. Um <laughs> But yeah, so like also, so there's been a lot of research if like you could change your attachment style and stuff. And most people are saying no, but you can, like we we're saying, be aware and kind of mm -hmm. use that um, 
to make your relationships better. So like you can, you know, a few ways that an anxious person can make their relationship better is communicate better. You know, mm-hmm. not only pay attention to what someone's saying, but also their verbal cues. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're an anxious person, you might like be interpreting someone like not saying something as they're mad at you. But so what would you say? Like. You just say, I can't tell if you're mad at me? I mean, I think sometimes, like, I think in the beginning, you kind of need to be kind of upfront with that and just be like, hey, like, you you said this and it made me feel this way, but I'm not sure that was the way you were intending it. Or, um, I mean, yeah. I, I do this a lot where, like, I interpret tone. Maybe not on the first date. Oh, no, no, no. Dude, yeah. You need to say this for a little longer. But, like, I, mean, I do that a lot, too, where, like, I interpret someone's tone and I get, yeah. like, really in my feelings and it might just be something really simple and yeah. kind of blow it up and make it into like That's a bigger issue one. in my head. Like that is making it like more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like women are totally reading into tone and how you said stuff and guys are like, no, I meant that I was tired. Right. And I needed sleep <laughs> when I said I was tired and I needed sleep. Yeah. See, I, I would take that as like, if it was like a certain tone, Not I'm anything. like, Oh, you don't want to hang out with me. Okay. Got yeah. it. Okay. Get the hell out. That's fine. Then you can go. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. What are you gay? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, again, the anxious. We just, we switch, we yeah. flip real fast. Yeah. Um, another thing, obviously, is going to therapy. I think everyone should go to therapy for many reasons, you know, because yeah. that's how you can talk through things. And then another thing is finding someone who's securely attached, because that will show you kind of what a relationship should be and make you more comfortable. But it's not going to be easy, because if you're an anxious person, like, you're going to have to constantly overcome mm-hmm. these things. So, like, what's the deal that makes it anxious plus preoccupied? What is the messed up family dynamics that had that happen? I don't know. That's like, I feel like that's a little more, that's a little more into like like psychology than I know. If you're anxious, why wouldn't you want the other person to be the same way to you? Because you're not going to like feed off of each other well. Because just like we said before, like you can be needy, but you don't want that person to be needy. Like the person you're with. That's just a trait of being anxious preoccupied that you okay. get like you don't like when someone's that needy. I mean, that's how I am like I get freaked yeah, out it's weird isn't yeah it? yeah it is so, like so like I think that's what makes anxious attachment so hard is because like we don't like ourselves almost like we don't want to see like our bad habits yeah, in someone else right. like we need someone that's like the it opposite be a weird control thing. I think it is upset. I don't know okay um yeah Jennifer and I are learning that we have a lot of things in common like personality yeah. and and yeah. attachment styles it's a little scary um but yeah so Someone with, like, a secure attachment, you know, they have a good sense of self-worth. You know, they can express their feelings openly. You know, they can give and ask for support. And also, like, one of the main things is, like, they want to be around other people, but they feel fine even if they're not. So, like, a lot of times anxious people, like, just like we were saying, like, you need a date. You need someone to fill your calendar all the time. They're not okay with just being alone, you know. And so, like, I feel like that's something that you need to learn. Like, if you have this style, if you go in there and take the quiz or somewhere else, and you have this style, maybe try and pick up a hobby. So like well, I'm okay with being alone. You? Really? Yeah. I mean, I am, but I feel like, again, it's not like a black and white answer, but I feel yeah. like most anxious people with that attachment style, especially if they're very far into that, like they don't want to do stuff. They want to fill stuff. up their calendar. Right. And they don't want to deal with the reality of what it's like. Yeah. And like they aren't comfortable necessarily like going to dinner by themselves or to a show by themselves. Like they feel like they have to have that person uh, with them. Well, I definitely feel like it's a big deal. Like, I mean, and that's just... Like, one of the reasons I like being by myself is I'm cool and great, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I can, like, think about, you know, putting an outfit together or something I want to buy or something yeah. I want to do. And it makes you more interesting to read and develop things on your Definitely. own. And I do like myself enough to want to explore my personal interests on my own. Yeah. And I, I think... That's a real problem if you don't like yourself enough to hang out by yourself. Yeah, it definitely you know is. I mean? like, yeah. You need to figure that out. You need to pick up a book. You need to go to a movie. You need to, like, learn how to cook. You need to find something that you really enjoy doing. Right. Alone. 
Yeah. I mean, you want to pick up a book? Pick up Attached. Just already. There you go. We already have a book recommendation for you. There you go. Totally. Yeah. So, do you have any other, like, fun examples of maybe this? Or, like, people that have overcome it? Yeah, she um, took the quiz right before this. And I have a couple in a relationship right now. And, um, well, I've had a couple people. This is the reason it got into it is that the, the guy was anxious attached and the women all three times has been the guys anxious attached yeah and the women have been avoidant and they you know studied it together and you figure out what makes you that way right and it's kind of like going to therapy together figuring out your love language it's just learning how to grow and be a better person and i think that that's a good thing to do um as well like i sent my husband that i was anxious attached and i'm sure he's like oh shit <laughs> but but i i think it's just something about being a mature adult to like you know, realize who you are and who other people are and try to make accommodations yeah. based on those things. Yeah, and like, and learn your own weaknesses so that you can yeah, fix it. I mean, because it's just to make you happier in the end. Yeah. If you like learn the weaknesses, can overcome them, realize when you're being crazy in your head and, yeah. you know, they're they're not mean, they're not cheating on you, they're not out there, they're literally just at the grocery store. Like, you got to calm down. And yeah. when you're aware of that stuff, I feel like it makes it a lot easier, at least for me. Like, I'm an information person. Like, the more I know, yeah. the better I feel. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been really good. Yes. Like part-time psychology. I know. So (laughs) we're thinking of, you know, each podcast for the next three, we're going to do like a different attachment style and kind of talk about them. And so let us know if you guys have any questions and, um, you know, thank you so much for listening. about attachment style. About attachment style, about any kind of dating, you know. Listen, we know all kinds of therapists. We'll figure out the answer. We'll use Google. Yeah. yeah, The best therapist there is. (laughs) The best therapist there is Google. Yeah. So, um, Thanks for listening to Deep Diving Into Dating. I'm Jessica. I'm Jennifer. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at 101 Matchmaking and our brand new TikTok account, 101 oh, Matchmaking. Oh, yeah, TikTok. We're going to be, Jennifer's going to be all over it. We're going to get a lot of. I don't know how to use the TikTok. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to use the Instagram either. Yeah. The Instagram's. Yeah, we got the young people in here, so we're going to help, you know, keep yes. it fresh and young. Yeah, and also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars and leave us a review. And bye, everyone, and just enjoy dating. Thanks, Jessica. This was great. (laughs)